10 minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Saturday, May 6th, 2023. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. And you can be there for us just by leaving a review wherever you're listening to this. It really would help us out. And we would be so grateful. Yes. All right. What you got for me today? Okay. So um, because you and I were kind of separate for a while, you were in Scotland and I was in LA. And so we stacked like two weeks of things. So I haven't really gotten to tell you about the stuff I've done in LA. I know. And just really fast, everyone, my time in LA is coming to a close. As you listen to this, the tour moves on to San Diego next, and I'm excited to go there. But LA has been a lot of fun, although I have not gone out as much as I, in my head, I thought I was going to. Why? Because I am in rehearsal all the time and I feel like I just work all the time. Okay. But I have done a few things. I went to Disneyland. Oh, I've never been there. Very, very enjoyable. I rode all the new things you're supposed to ride and do all the things. Um, I still maintain Disney is not as fun with all of these apps. It's just not oh, as fun. Oh, yeah. It's just not as fun. But um, I had a good time and good. the weather has been great. I went to Universal. Ooh. Nice. And I saw Mario Land. Oh, I just saw the new movie. Oh, it's like walking into the video game. It's That's unbelievable. awesome. It's really beautiful. And I took the back lot tour. And listen, shout out. Okay, so I live in Orlando, right? Yeah. Where we create a lot of things in Orlando that look like other things that are supposed to make you feel like you've walked into something else. Yeah. Like we have Epcot where you can pretend you're in France and pretend you're in the future. And we have, you know, so I'm just used to theming and I'm used to things. Yeah. Well, here in Hollywood, the stuff is real. Right. Right. So if you're seeing a set piece, it's the actual set piece. In Orlando, oftentimes it's a replica or they brought it over, but you're in the actual location here. So the back lot tour here is fun at Hollywood Studios because you go through or Universal because you yeah. go through everything. But I need to shout out there's one actor that shows oh. up on that tour. Okay. You're not expecting them. And it's Norman Bates. Oh. From the Psycho Hotel. Yeah. The, or no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever one. You're like, nope, that's just reversing. Okay. (laughs) And this actor who plays Norman Bates followed the tram with his eyes the entire time. I mean, never broke character. I was like staring this guy down. I was so impressed with him. And he just followed the tram. I mean, it was like a solid 45 seconds silent stare as we went by with the knife up. And he had done some other things too, but his last thing was just to like watch the tram leave and dedicated to the end. That is so funny. He had a knife in his hand the whole time. Oh yeah, because you see, <laughs> yes, he, he he stages the whole scene. It's it's a little extra, but the That's cool. but he was phenomenal. That's awesome. And one other thing that I've done in LA that I've never done before, I went to Magic Castle. Oh right, the, the Magic Castle. Yeah, you teased this. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't know what the Magic Castle is, it is a private club in Hollywood. For magicians and magic enthusiasts. It is the clubhouse of the Academy of Magical Arts. It looks like a castle. Okay. 
you can't get in unless you're a member or you are friends with a member. And so okay. we were put on a guest list by someone very kind. Okay. And we went in. You walk into the lobby. It's kind of like when you go to a speakeasy and you walk to the first room and you don't know where the bar is and then something else moves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So in the you go in and you pay your admission and you do your thing. And then you have to walk up to an owl and say, open sesame. And then the uh, door opens. <gasps> That's and so then you cool. walk around and there's little, it's very twisty and turny. It's very much like rooms here and then a little passage here and then a hallway here you just kind of explore okay. and they have all these little venues everywhere where magic is happening the whole time that's so cool it was very intense and the dress code is legit oh really men have to wear a tie it doesn't <gasps> matter how fancy your sports coat is it doesn't matter you have to wear a tie there is absolutely no denim there is absolutely uh, I mean, like the dress remaining. code part of the website is a mile long and they make jokes about it the entire time. That's crazy. So everyone is dressed up to the nines. Yeah. There's absolutely no casual, like, I don't know, let's go see some magic tonight. Wow. No, no, no. And the shows run until like 1 a.m. <gasps> they just go over and over. They have little parlors where you can do close up card tricks. They have, but then they also have a big stage where you see like wow. magicians you would have seen on TV. And and I mean every and every uh, huge magician has played that place. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I know. And all of my Uber drivers, I, the one there and the way back, were also curious. Oh, really? Like, as soon no as, one's been there. Uh -huh, we got into the first one and he was like, Magic Castle? Oh. And we were like, yeah. He was like, have you been? <gasps> What's it like? I wish I could go. And then he was like, he had already knew how to get in. He was like, you can also go in if you stay at the hotel. They have a hotel. Yeah. And if you stay there you are admitted into the magic castle. So it's also a way you can go. Uh -huh. um, but he, he knew about it. And then when I got picked up, the Uber driver was like, does it look like a castle inside? Like he <gasps> just needed to know. That's so everything. cool. So it was fun to get dressed up and go see some magic and get entertained. And the magicians were phenomenal and mystifying and showmanship wise. And it's, it's very cool. That's so, really awesome. Yeah, it was Yay. really amazing. Okay, so that's my little LA catch up. Sorry, everyone, that took a long time, but I haven't talked to Allison. <laughs> I needed to catch up with her, really. Okay, how about this one? So, Allison, you and I are in a long distance friendship. Yes. And we've figured this out, right? Okay. We have a podcast together. We get together on the Zoom. We talk. Well, we are not the only ones who have figured that out. Okay. You know who else has? Who? Parrots. Parrots. Parrots have learned to make video calls to chat with other parrots and video then they calls. develop friendship. That's what I said. Wait, what? I thought okay, you were so going to be like, they use their honing abilities and they. <laughs> no, no, no. So remember a couple days ago when you said you wanted to study animals? Yes. Okay, this is what I think you should have studied. <laughs> okay. So there's a new study from uh, Northeastern University in collaboration with scientists from MIT and the University of Glasgow. Oh, cool. Heavy hitters. Okay. They trained or they studied, they studied uh, a group of domesticated birds mm -hmm. that were taught to call one another on tablets and smartphones. That's crazy. The results suggest, I'm reading this straight from the Northeastern uh, article. Yeah. The results suggest that video calls could help parrots approximate birds' communication in the wild. Yeah. And it's working. Really? 
Two minutes so remaining. They trained them and then they they followed them over a three month period and they were like, Okay, if we stop making them call each other, yeah. Will they call each other on their own? And they did. That's crazy. So they started to initiate the calls. Okay. Um, and they watched their birds learn skills from their video friends, what? including foraging new vocalizations, and even flying. Nuh-uh. Yes. That's insane. I know. How, why they, how do they even think of that? I don't, like I don't know. even try it. This, well, they're very smart, right? So like these smart birds are, parrots are, um, Cockatoos and African greys in particular have demonstrated cognitive capabilities equal to that of an early elementary age child. That's crazy. That's super smart for an animal. Yeah, I think so, too. Listen, the birds are smart. I don't think that we should keep them in cages. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with birds. We've talked about that. But I definitely think that all animals should have the option. I think they should have the option. They should be like, listen, do you want to be cared for your whole life or do you just want to go and be a free bird? Yep. They're like, I want 30 to be a seconds bird. remaining. Yeah, agreed. Um, it says here that two sickly elderly male macaws paired together in the study had scarcely seen another macaw in their lives. Aww. But they formed a deep bond, dancing and singing enthusiastically together through the screen and calling, hi, come here, hello. <gasps> Whenever one or the other Ten, moved out of the frame. Nine, oh eight, gosh. seven, birds. six, five, We just got to give the animals a way to three, talk to each other two, so they can rise up and one. kill us. <laughs>